What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color that made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall to C-suite and senior level positions. My name is Ryan Williams, and today, as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up, what's up? And LaVon Maynard. <laughs> Keeping it simple today. Yeah. No fancy titles, <laughs> nicknames, everything. It's all good. No, I gotta, I gotta keep it, keep you on your toes. Keep right, your right, toes. for sure. All right, this week we have an action-packed show for you. Uh, at the top of the show, we'll discuss Google trying to end the Dr. Gabriel uh, feud, uh, Airbnb in, investing in Atlanta Tech, and the city of Morgan taking cybersecurity more seriously in the wake of Oldsmar's water plant hack. In uh, topic one, Levon will run down a new browser tracking hack. Said that right, browser tracking hack. There you go. Mm-hmm. And topic two, Shannon will break down the new Slack for Android vulnerability. Uh, all of that, of course, followed by what we've been playing. Uh, but first, how's your guys' week been? It's been pretty good for me here. I've just been, uh, I don't know, I've just been working pretty busy with my job, uh, working remote. Uh, I feel like I'm working some, uh, somewhat long shifts when I'm also like training because I got a new role in my, my job as well. But, uh, Okay, it's been going pretty well. Me and the wife staying staying safe, staying healthy, healthy, and uh, yeah, not much going on. Just playing games, watching some Netflix, Hulu, all the uh, streaming services. Kicking back, uh, took the dog for a couple walks here and there. Went to the beach. Uh, that's been pretty much my life. Okay. <laughs> my wife, last, be- my life, go to the week. beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, like most of America right now, they can't go to the beach. Right, right. Frozen solid. <laughs> no, fortunately, I'm, uh, you know, still shout out to people in Texas uh, going through the, the the outage right now. That's a pretty big uh, issue. Thankfully, I'm not in that situation right now. So, I, uh, but, you know, um, but in my thoughts and prayers, make sure everybody in Texas is doing okay. And uh, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about you, uh, Shanton? What you up to? Man, you know, it, it was it was uh, very cold here. I didn't see no beaches. Unless you count walls of snow as beaches. Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw a lot of that. Now we got, <laughs> beginning of this week was brutal, man. We got uh, some negatives for our temperatures and whatnot. We got down a negative 20 at one point. And I was just like, oh, man. Yeah, it was crazy. It was wild. I was like, I'm not leaving this house unless I have to leave this house. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was very cold. Got some more snow, which uh, in our neighborhood, they hadn't even plowed it yet. So it was packed snow that everybody was driving on and threw some more snow on top of that. So I was like, nah, I don't know. I don't know what's under this. I'm not about to go go driving on this. But right. but yeah, but, but to piggyback what you said about Texas too, man. Yeah, for, for sure, man. My thoughts and prayers as well, because they are, they are, they were in it, man. Like it was pretty bad for them. Um, uh, actually, Louisiana and Mississippi too started experiencing some power outages with some weather they got. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty bad. I got a, I got a friend down there that uh, he's been traveling to different places and whatnot to try to find places with with uh, electricity. Like he's in Austin, he went to Galveston, stay in a hotel because they had electricity. And then he's with a friend in San Antonio, and then they started losing electricity. Like it was it was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, he got he yeah. got an, he got an email from his uh, rental company for his apartment, and they were like, "Yo." It's messed up over here. <laughs> I, I don't mean I don't mean to laugh at that, but like they told them straight up. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not good. It's serious. Yeah. I mean, could could you just imagine being like without food, like not food, but without water and electricity for multiple days? Like, 
going so they were having they were having food they were having food shortages too so he sent me some pictures oh, wow. um i don't know if you guys are familiar with i didn't know about it but heb down there in texas is a it's a grocery chain mm. like it's a huge grocery stores they have and he's just showing me walls of empty stuff like in the freezer right. wow. on the shelves like they, they like that was a thing too you know what i mean it wasn't just them losing electricity like food was was shorted right. they had shortages of food and people are in lines at, at like kitchens and whatnot it, it was wild man that's crazy mm. that's crazy yeah that, that is crazy man it's unfortunate yeah but yeah definitely hopefully everybody uh gets power back soon uh, i haven't been really keeping up with the weather because uh, i'm other part of the world right but yeah uh hopefully hopefully things start to go the other way soon though um it's supposed to start warming up they said uh okay. i think next couple of days it might be, get up to like the 60s 70s something like that okay uh, so that might help out and i think majority i think majority of people got the power back but i think there's still yeah. some thousands of people without without uh without yes. power still and, and then the water thing is still a big issue especially people's pipes bursting and and then uh right. they're having like a boil water like uh uh, or notice yeah notice yeah, yeah to make sure that they're boiling the water because it's not safe and maybe like contaminated or what have you so that's a pretty big deal yeah yeah the, the only thing on the, the news here is um they they tracked the uh the mayor who basically told everybody off and then had to resign mm, yeah uh, i saw that and then, and then the, uh, the the senator who went on tried to go on vacation yeah yeah so they, they're tracking that like that's that stuff's on the news but aside from that yeah. not, not really getting into it uh, I didn't really do much this week myself. Um, just prep for a class. Uh, they actually did pay for it, so I'll be starting it uh, probably tomorrow. Like uh, today is not a good day. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. No studying is going to happen today. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, just just chilling. Like literally, I did nothing all week. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, that's that's the life to live right there. Yeah. <laughs> Kick back a little bit. Yeah, so uh, we we got a few little uh, topics I like to pick up at, at the beginning. Just things that are callbacks to previous episodes. Uh, you know, trying to trying to put a bow on things. Uh, but in this case, the there's one one bad one, two good ones, right? So the the bad one, so to speak, is uh, Google. Uh, so in an, another article written about Google is trying to end the controversy over its ethical AI team, uh, and it's not going well. So. Mm. This article comes from, let's see if I get the pop-up, CNN, actually. So CNN uh, basically reported that uh, Google was trying to um, basically make amends with um, Dr. Gabriel. Um, But in the the midst of doing this, uh, there was a Margaret um, Michelle, who was like her right-hand lady or uh, also another manager in AI who uh, was, was terminated. Um, during the whole, like maybe an hour after they said, yeah, we need to do better and we're going to hire more um, managers to basically try to retain people and we're going to be more sensitive to people's needs. Uh, Then they they let this lady go. And it it could be a a rightful termination for all we know. It's just whoever's on their PR department is not doing a good job. Like Mm -hmm. you got to de-conflict. You got to know the room. Right. Um, How do you guys feel about this? Yeah, you so, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, definitely, um, I don't know, it's a obviously controversial issue. There's like maybe multiple, si- oh, not multiple, maybe there's a couple sides to the case as far as like what's going on, because we don't really, 
Also, we, we see that there's something going on internally. It seems at Google, uh, people aren't happy uh, in, the work, in the workplace, as well as, uh, you know, there's some, some issues with uh, a person that was recently let go that they potentially were accessing some files and downloading files that they shouldn't have uh, been accessing uh, prior to her getting fired. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like one of those things where, where, you know, maybe we're still trying to understand the full scope of the issue, but at the same time, it's kind of a, a bad look coming from, uh, from the, the Google, Google side of the house. Um, and, you know, besides just kind of replacing the, the, uh, the original, uh, doctor, I think she was, she was a doctor, right? Um, yes. Yeah. The original person get, getting replaced with a, a new black, black person to kind of like maybe try to ease the tensions like oh look we just you know we found another black person we could put in this spot that that uh you know that's gonna do things better than uh than than the people that were there before um so i don't know it's kind of a to me it's it's a little little i'm a little conflicted but um i mean i hope that google does the right thing internally and takes a look at some of the processes and 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 uh, procedures and make sure that everybody's being uh, taken care of, everybody's being appreci- appreciated and not like, uh, I don't know, sometimes there's like internal struggles within teams that that people are trying to look better than other people and they're trying to, um, I don't know, they're trying to, to, to show up and get the next promotion and put everybody else underneath the bus. So hopefully things within Google kind of uh, straighten out and people are kind of like Get, you know, satisfied with the jobs. They do those those polls every now and then. You see, like the top ten or top hundred places to work or something like that. And uh, I'm not sure right now if Google's uh, going to be in that list. So <laughs> hopefully, right. uh, hopefully uh, things get uh, get uh, straightened up a little, a little bit over there. But what about you, Shannon? You have any thoughts on it? So, so here's the thing. I I do have some thoughts on it, and I'm, I'm probably in the in the minority when it comes to people of color, right? So yeah. what they did to Dr. Gabriel, if, if, if all that being true, that's wrong, right? Um, and they said, after, after the PR was bad, like you said, Ryan, they need, they need better PR for this, right? Because after this all went down, like it was not a good look back in December or whenever it was that it happened, November, December, whenever it was, they let her go. But <clears throat> what... What I kind of have an issue with now, so so Margaret Michelle or whatever her name is, they did finally right. let her go. Like she was suspended for a little while. They just cut her accesses, you know, till they did their investigation. And then they finally came out and said, okay, yes, you're going to be let go, but it was for violation of, of, of different policies and whatnot. And they made it seem like it wasn't based on, you know, her backing of Dr. Gabriel, right? Um, but what I have a problem with is Dr. Gabriel. So they, so they put uh, Marianne Croak, is that her name? Uh, yes, yeah. Who, yeah, who who is in charge of the AI teams now, black female, right? Good for them for that. But what I have a problem with is Dr. Gabriel is going out there now and saying, okay, it doesn't matter that you replace with another black woman, you still have to do, you, there's other things that should have been done, which I don't disagree with, but Google, I, I, this is one of those things where I think it's going to take them a little bit of time to fix, right? Like I can come up with a binder. I can come up with a book that says, okay, these are going to be the new policies, procedures or whatever, but it's a culture that's there, right? We know this is a culture that is just not going to break just like that, right? So it seems like she's not going to be satisfied no matter who they put in her place. Because if it had been a white person, she still would have complained, I think, right? 
But I, I think I think what it comes down to is that she's hurt because she got fired and, and probably unjustly so, right? So to her, anybody that follows her is just gonna catch her vengeance. And that's not that that's that's not the way I see this being able to go. So it's like uh it's like um star track, right? So the needs of the many are greater than the needs of the few or the one, right? What happened to her? Yes, I, I, she does deserve an apology. She's probably not going to get it. I'll just tell you that right now. Big companies like this, they don't go around apologizing saying, hey, we did wrong for this, that, and the third, unless it costs them money. And it didn't cost them any money, right? It's a bad PR look, but it hasn't cost them anything. So she's probably not going to get that apology. She probably needs to be like, okay, I want to see y'all do better. Just make it happen. But she is just, I, I looked at some other articles and like she's on social media and she doesn't like this woman because she believes she's gaslighting and doing this, that, and the third. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I have a little bit of a problem with it. It's not going to be fast moving that the changes happen, um, but the changes do need to happen. We do all agree with that. Um, now, again, I'm willing to give Google a little bit of leeway here, right? Like it, this is not something that's going to be fast moving. It's going to happen immediately, right? It's not going to be a rip the bandaid off and this is what we are now. People won't even believe it if they come out and say it. I can tell you that right now. If they were to come out and be like, okay, yeah, we changed. Everything's good now. No, because you had a culture there that was not conducive to minorities or good for minorities, right? So I don't know. That's, that's, that's where I think that I'm kind of, I mean, I like that they put someone else up there and they, they changed the way that they're going to be reporting is what they say in the article is that everyone has to report to Marianne Croak now. So it seems right. like it's centralized on, on how they're doing the teams. And that wasn't the case before. Right. So that could have led to some of the dysfunction that they had and what happened with this manager letting Dr. Gabriel go. So this could be the big fix for what they have, but we don't know because like you want Ryan, like you want to see, you want to see tangible things, tangible processes come out of this and tell us something, something is changing that's going to make this better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, again, like you said, it, it will take some time. Uh, and it's it, between a rock and a hard place uh, uh, from, is, is my stance, right? So the whole thing with Margaret, Margaret Michelle, uh, she was breaching policy and all that, like exfiltrating data, whatever their, their, uh, their user policies are, and she's a breach of them. That's one thing, you know what I mean? Like, so I, the jury's still on that. I don't know if she was exfiltrating data or whatever caused her to get suspended and then get fired. She said uh, it was it news to, to her. She said it was news to her in the article. Yeah. You know I mean? So like, yeah. She did, she did yeah. say it. Uh, right. So I don't know what's going on there. Like, you know, you, you can go many different directions. I'll wait till the, the dust settles on, on that topic. But then when it comes to Dr. Gabriel, like all they had to do was just simply issue an apology, reinstate her. That's all they had to do. Is it fairly simple? Uh, but they just they they put they dug their feet in the sand, and I think it's great that another uh, woman of color has been put in that position, and then they've tried to streamline it where she is like in charge of her section. So I think that's awesome. Uh, but I do get a little bit of what Dr. Gabriel's saying. Like, yes, she's probably is hurt because like literally they forced her out. From what we know so far, they forced her out with little explanation and then no apology. Just like, yeah, we're gonna some of the stuff you said that you wanted for your res resignation, we're gonna do that, but we're not gonna we're not gonna bring you back on which sucks. Uh, so I see her being kind of hurt about that. Um, but I don't want to see any uh, infighting or squabbling amongst, you know, these two women of color who are in these uh, great positions. Like, these are very intelligent people uh, to be in charge of ethics and AI. I can't even wrap my brain around it. So I, I want both of them to, to succeed. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, I'm rooting for both of them. Like, uh, hopefully she uh, she does usher in new policy. Miss um, uh, Croak, I think we're saying her name right. It uh, brings in new policy. She she brings a new era of uh, people of color in Google doing great things. And hopefully uh, Timna Gabriel one day gets her an apology, and uh, as well as maybe she starts with a company of her own or, or works for a rival. But you know, I, I'm rooting room for both of them. Yeah, so I'll agree. And uh, so good news, uh, we have Airbnb, right? So Airbnb is a San Francisco-based uh, company. Uh, they're coming to Atlanta. So uh, just like Microsoft, Apple, uh, Comcast, as well as many different tech companies, they see that uh, Atlanta is a, a, a place of talented tech individuals, and they're bringing their, uh, their, their company, and they're extending their, uh, their services to Atlanta to uh, build a bigger and better industry. Uh, with black talent, basically. So I'm all for this. I think this is awesome. Uh, I think every week, it seems like we have something is, is happening, whether, whether it be in historical black colleges or just Atlanta in general, uh, is, is becoming a, a movement. Uh, I think that's great. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, so I think it's a, uh, obviously, it's a great thing. I, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously a great opportunity for people in Atlanta, obviously, um, Atlanta is uh, is uh, maybe a prime. I, I don't know the statistics, but I'm assuming that there's a obviously a large uh, collection of African American people that live in Atlanta. Maybe compared to 51%, other. Fifty one percent is the fifty one percent. Fifty one percent. So yeah, that's going to be bringing a lot of jobs for for the people there, and I'm hopeful that uh, this, along with the other tech hubs that are bringing out the the, the tech jobs out there. Um, this is going to be bringing, I don't know, a lot of a lot of uh, African American people, minorities in general, uh, get access to these these high paying tech jobs um, in their community. Obviously, it helps everybody out. Um, I know we talked about this a couple maybe a couple podcasts ago, but just the fact that I think they also had some uh, tech like technical institutes that opened up in Atlanta somewhere that, that allow people to uh, to get higher education in the field of uh, in the technology field. So. That, that combined with these tech companies coming out here, building up the big uh, tech hubs to allow access to these high paying jobs or these good paying jobs, or, I assume good paying jobs, but jobs that, that are uh, in demand right now. And uh, I think it's just a great opportunity for people to, to, to get, you know, get the, get the uh, I don't know, get a leg up in the tech industry. Um, I think these are, a lot of these companies are some, some big name companies that a lot of people want to be a part of. Um, as opposed to being maybe just like a with a regular like mom and pops business or something like that, uh, these are some like big, you know, top top notch uh, jobs. So most of the time, people would have to go, you know, live in California or something like that to get jobs like this, or maybe Seattle uh, to to find some of these big big tech hubs. But now that they're coming into some of these other communities, other big cities, I think this is a great thing. Hopefully, this brings a lot of uh, of, of, of opportunity for for the minority uh, people in in that location. Um, what do you think about this, Shannon? Oh, yeah, ex- exactly, right? So like you were mentioning, Seattle, you know, you got Silicon, Silicon Valley out there in, in California. So mm-hmm. remember, a lot of them were starting to move to Texas, remember? Right. Like they're moving their headquarters to Texas and bringing jobs in there. But this is a good thing, right? So like we did mention a few podcasts ago, you had a, was a Southern Power Company, I think, that made a, a $25 million investment there. Um, even Google, even though we weren't 
You may not have been too nice to the last, the last. <laughs> That's right. They started, they started throwing some money in there too. They got that technology right. uh, center they're building down there. Um, so they're following, they're following the talent that is being set up for Atlanta. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of HBCUs down there in the South, especially around Atlanta. You know what I mean? Um, and in yep. Georgia in general, a lot of HBCUs Absolutely. down there. And this is a good thing to see because um, it, this is one of those things where they're putting their money where their mouth is, right? Like this is not a cheap investment for them to do this, right? Like there's there's real moves being made, real money is going to have to be spent to follow up on this investment. And so mm-hmm. um, I like to see that. And yeah, like, like I told you, 51% is, is the black population alone down there. Um, yeah. I think the next, I think the next minority that was there though was Asian, and it was like four, four to five percent or something like that. So mm-hmm. like, it's a mostly yeah. black city, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't, like, I don't want to exclude any people of color or anything like that. But like, looking at the demographics for Atlanta, that's just the way that it shapes up. Um, but uh, no, this is a good thing for for sure. It's a good thing, and it's, it's cheaper. It's cheaper cost of living too, right? Yeah. Than it is out in California and Seattle, you know. But right, but here's right. the thing: if you're gonna make Atlanta technology hub, you know, in 10 years, you may be following that same track, right? Like you give them good paying jo- jobs. That's when the groceries go up. That's when the rent goes up. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So Atlanta may be the new, the new Silicon Valley, but that means it may get expensive. here. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. That's a, that's because that's a good point. Cause you know, the cost of living, things like that may start increasing, uh, given the, the value of the property, especially if there's a lot of big paying jobs out there, people are gonna be like, Oh, I want to move out to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything's gonna start getting more expensive, but, I guess you have to see see how it affects the community, but I think it's you know obviously like we both like everybody's been saying it's it's just a great thing in general just to have that the opportunity I think uh, especially if I was living in Atlanta and you know uh, these companies started coming out here I'd be like hell yeah I'm going to try to apply for a job at Microsoft Apple Comcast or uh, you know obviously Airbnb and I think that'd be uh, right up there that'd be one of my 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 goals for sure so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I have some family in Fayetteville, Georgia. I went oh, there yeah. to visit them. Like, like what you can get for the for the for your money, like four times the house, four times the the land. Yeah, right. What, I, what I'm paying for in Florida, it, hey, <laughs> definitely yeah. scoop scoop some of that that land up before it starts getting expensive. That's didn't right. Dwayne Johnson, didn't Dwayne Johnson just buy like a ranch out there or something? He bought like all this land or what? What mm, I, I, I yeah, bet. Rock. I yeah. bet it's. It's a, I mean, there's a lot of land. Like when I, I went to his house, I saw how much land he had around him. Like, like literally I waved at his neighbor. They were that far away where you could just wave at them. Hey. <laughs> but, hey, hey. <laughs> That's what's up. Shoot, that, I mean, that might be an investment opportunity for people in general too. Just, uh, you know, maybe buy a house at a, you know, cheaper rate or whatever. That's closer mm-hmm. to the city, decent, you know, decent dis- distance. And as these tech hubs start coming in here, it's going to drive the value up more and more. And it'd be a yeah, really nice little investment for some people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to do that. You're going to like five or six places there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's um, so, so another callback. So remember we talked about um, uh, Oldsmar water plant, right? So uh, in the wake of that happening, you have the city of Fort Morgan. Uh, they take steps to protect the water supply from cyber attacks. So in this article... Again, I have to, I got I to gotta get a second screen. Um, <laughs> so on Friday, uh, it was announced that adding, that they were adding new protections for its water de- department, uh, inspired by the, uh, the incident, uh, the addition of a specialized operational technology or OT cybersecurity system is intended to protect the city's water supply from malicious hacks. Um, so they're, they're, they, they saw, they see that there's an issue, which 
leads, makes me believe that this is not an isolated issue, which is Oldsmar. Uh, and now they're starting to take the, the necessary steps to protect uh, their uh, their water plants. Uh, hopefully, this is also, also extended to the water to the water grids, to the uh, uh, power grids, and, and so on and so forth. Because uh, yeah, if they're not protecting our utilities, then you know we, you have the issues that are happening right now, which is natural disaster, let alone a man-made disaster, and what could happen um, to the uh, the residents due to it. So uh, I thought it was a pretty good pretty good article. What do you guys think? Yeah, so it's, I think the um, obviously it's great. I'm, I'm glad that they're taking the initiative to actually uh, deploy some security, type security mechanism to protect the infrastructure. And I, I was grazing through the article too that you that you sent here, and it's uh, also kind of curious if they, you know, we talked about it before. Uh, I'm not for sure if there's a reason why these particular systems aren't air gap, or if there's like a reason why they like have to be online, networked, available, like. They want to connect to it from their houses and things like that. Because um, I guess, and second to that, the fact that I know before we discussed some of their password management uh, techniques that they were like sharing passwords, something to that effect, uh, they weren't resetting the passwords and things of that nature. So I'm, I'm curious about, you know, they, they, can, they can do all they want with putting up a, a cybersecurity, like, you know, a barrier uh, in front of their systems. But if they're not, you know, managing the passwords properly, and if these systems are available online, if like before, I think they mentioned something that Teams was involved in it. And I know with Teams, all you need is a password for the account, and you just like log in. Um, unless they're gonna have some sort of like access control policy where you have to be in a certain location, only certain IPs, like you have to be in your home IP. It's the only way they can connect to it. And something to that effect that they're actually restricting access to the infrastructure. Um, I still look a little leery as far as uh, all the steps they've taken. Because uh, it may be some also internal training that needs to happen to make sure that people are aware of, you know, how they're maintaining their passwords, how they're, uh, you know, accessing these systems. And, um, you know, the fact that they're not air-gapped, I, I, it's a little concerning. I'm not sure. It, it, we talked about this last time, too, but I'm not sure if this is something that's pretty common with uh, with uh, these these energy uh, uh, energy locations, any supplies locations that they're, uh, they're uh, like, accessible from the internet but that's like a, a, right. a kind of a business practice to you know make sure that they can get to it quickly if maybe something goes down they can get to the system real fast and make sure they fix it before anything breaks um but nonetheless that it's uh, it's good to see that they're taking steps however however they are to to make sure it doesn't happen again because you know god forbid that somebody access the water supply and um and you know add some chemicals into it and people start getting affected people start you know, dying or getting really sick, um, that can be a very bad look on them and that can cause some people to get, you know, let go for sure at the very least. But uh, with that, what do you, you think about this, Shannon? you have any thoughts on that? So, so after, we did, after we did our podcast last week, I started thinking about a few different things, right? So we were talking about, you know, wh- why would you have it set up without, you know, having a firewall and all this? And like you're talking about, why is it not air-gapped? Why is it not separated from the internet or whatnot? And I started, I started thinking about my own history, right? So when I was, when I was stationed in Florida, um, we used to have this on-call for our server room. It was a pager. I uh, we may have some listeners who don't know what pagers are, but there were these one-way devices where you could put a number <laughs> in, right? It would notify right. you. It wasn't a phone, you know? It was before sidekicks even. But like right. we used to have a paging system for whenever our server room, whenever the climate control got out of whack, right? But there, we always had a rule that you had to respond within a certain amount of time. 
right? So I, you would have to go to the server room, open it up, figure out what the problem was, you know, bring stuff down if need be, whatever. I started thinking about this last week and I was like, this may be one of those things where maybe the people that, maybe people don't live in Oldsmar, right? Like maybe they live in Tampa or they live out farther out to where they just couldn't get back at a certain amount of time as well as with COVID, right? So people weren't going in as often. So maybe this is one of the reasons that led to them 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 doing this whole, uh, you know, virtual approach of being able to, uh, to remote in, right? right. Um, now, it, this this gets into something we discussed last week, right? When, when it comes to convenience and and security, right? Engineers want to be convenient for them, right? Or technicians want to be convenient for them. I just want to be able to go to my laptop or my computer and say, okay, yeah, let's let's do this, that, and the third. Uh, right. the security folks are like, well, that, if you're going to do that, we say the best way to do it is to not do it at all, right? Air gap it, don't have that connection at all, or implement this, that, and the third right to mm-hmm. make it make it secure which is what what they're doing here so so good on them right there's like a security suite suite from what was it snc was what it was mm-hmm. make sure I, I got that right snc yep. snc sierra nevada corporation yeah yeah binary uh, armor is the suite that they use like i mm-hmm. i was like okay good for them right like they, they got scared after seeing after seeing somebody else almost poison a bunch of people you know what i mean yeah. good for them, good for them for taking action on that you know right. what i mean um, and if that is the case, here's the thing. It wasn't, I doubt it was just the plant themselves that said, okay, we're going to do this. The city probably said, we can't allow this to happen. So let's free up some money somewhere that maybe you didn't have before to make this a reality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, and as to what you were mentioning with, uh, Ryan, with like the, the power grid and whatnot, like with electrical, like I'm pretty sure after everything that has happened this week, you know, down in Texas, like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna start getting some tension too. Like I realize it's for a different reason, you know what I mean? But maybe this will make them make other places come back, take a look and be like, maybe we should, should look a little bit better at this to make sure we are actually secure. But no, this is a good thing. Like it's never a bad thing to add more security from a cybersecurity perspective. Right. But if you're an engineer or technician, right, it's going to suck a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? You have some extra hurdles. You're going to have to go through changing passwords every so often, things of that nature. Right. Right. That are probably going to be implemented. So no group accounts, hopefully. Right. Hopefully. But it's, it's a good thing. Like you can't, you can't go wrong with this from a cybersecurity aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think that um, there'll be some some sort of uh, regulation that's going to come down just because of what happened at Osmar. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, each each administration is different. I think this one is is pretty cyber focused. So I, I can see some stuff coming down. Um, and then, yeah, I didn't I even think about it. So when they go to winterize um, those Texas systems, maybe they can go in and also add a, little, a few security. Um, uh, uh, not applications, but appliances and things of that nature. Because because there's a safe way to do remote work, like VPN concentrators, V edges, all that good stuff. Like you can make um, uh, encrypted channels to to uh, to do your work remotely. Like they were just using RDP. <laughs> they're, just, they're kicking it old school. They right, and they're using using paint and RDP, making it happen. So <laughs> hopefully uh, the lesson was learned and and, and they'll improve from there. Yeah, um, yeah, but only only time will tell. So we, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like, hopefully, it stays a hot topic, so they actually do something. Right, right. That's important. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big deal. It's like uh, something that everybody uses. Obviously, everybody uses a water supply in that location, so they need to be uh, uh, on top of the game. They should use the the highest uh, level of cybersecurity protection that they can for their uh, for the water supply. 
Because imagine if somebody with like, uh, I don't know, somebody with like true, I don't know, maybe, a, 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 what do you call those? Uh, oh man, I can't think of the name when like a, a, a country like backs their hackers. Was that? Uh, oh, uh, nation. State uh, sponsored. Yeah, state sponsored. Yeah, sponsors. Yeah, yeah. If they're like actually trying to get to the water system there and it's like they have like the, the weakest system in place and now, you know, sharing passwords and all it takes is some like fake email, some some spam email with, the, you know, click on here to, the you know, uh, check your account or whatever. And they're getting the passwords easily, get access to the, the water supply and do all kinds of malicious stuff that uh, affects a lot of people. So I'm glad they're taking the steps to uh, to fix this. But. I guess on that note, we can maybe slide into the next topic that I'm gonna I'm gonna cover for you guys is the yeah. uh, uh, kind of related to cybersecurity in a way. This one is a uh, came across this article from uh, the Ars uh, te- Technic- Technica. Ars yeah, Technica. Ars Technica. Yeah. Uh, so this one is a, the title is new browsing a new browser tracking hacks a hack works even when you flush cache or go incognito. So I thought this was a pretty good, uh, pretty interesting article. Essentially, uh, there's a new technique that uh, you know these websites are using to kind of track your 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 access, even if you're you know you're clearing your cookies or you're going to incognito mode. Um, essentially, it's using the the, the favicons, which is the little tiny icons that are in the top corner of your of your browser. When you go to a website, you see the little icon that kind of represents the page that you're at. Um, and so what they're doing is uh, essentially they're, they're uh, since most browsers cache this image um, in a location that's separate from um, where they store site data, like browsing history and cookies, like even if you clear your cookies, you're not gonna be clearing this favicon icon that's been downloaded into your computer. And so what some of these companies are doing, they're actually embedding code in the favicons to identify you. Um, and obviously, you know, Similar to cookies, what they're doing is being able to track your your browsing habits to see what site you're going to. Like if you ever notice when you're going to a website, uh, maybe you're shopping for something and you look at it for a couple of minutes and you're going to another website someplace else. And all of a sudden you see ads for the other site that you went to earlier. If you went to Best Buy or something, you see the Best Buy ads pop up for TVs. Um, if your name's Shannon Tynes and you're, you're buying like five or six TVs at a time, then you, you may have to see some advertisements for TVs popping up. So it's <laughs> something like that. So essentially they're, they're able to embed the code into the, into the, the favor cons and still be able to track your, your, your habits. Even if you're going incognito, your, uh, it, it downloads this data into like a separate, separate location on your computer. That's not affiliated with your cookies and some other uh, browsing history data. So. Uh, with that, it's kind of like there's no way to circumvent it without disabling that functionality altogether. So uh, they, the article does rep- uh, mention that you can disable it on all the popular browsers, uh, Edge, Chrome, Firefox. Uh, you can just go, there's some links in there, but you can you can actually d- disable that functionality if you feel like concerned about that. Um, I'm not sure how widespread this issue is, but it's uh, it's concerning for people that want to you know, say anon- anonymous on the internet, they don't want to have their history tracked and websites knowing where they're going or like uh, know that they're like a repeat visitor and um, be able to like send them advertisements and things like that. I'm not sure there's much, uh, I- I'm trying to remember all the dozen articles, but I don't think there's much as far as like, they're not gonna hack into your computer and like get into your your system or anything like that, but it's just gonna be able to, you know, 
track your 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 your, your browsing and things like that. So if you're concerned about your privacy, that this may be a of of issue. But uh, but with that, I, I'll, I'll turn to you guys. You have any thoughts on it? Yeah, it surprised me. So I didn't, I didn't even know those things had a name, right? Um, yeah. So because uh, when you used to go to uh, the other side of firewall.com, it would just be a default. And I was like, that's weird. I was like, I wonder if I, if I can add something there. So I was playing around with um, the uh, the company who uh, I built a website through, and I found that there's a there was a location. They didn't call it Favicon, though. And then I put in the thumbnail that I use for everything else, and now it pops up. So I, I did not know that was a, a thing that's being saved uh, somewhere other than my browser history. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Like, um, I don't like, yeah, like you said, I don't know how it can be exploited. Like, obviously, if you want to to uh, be incognito, now there's a, another way to track your uh, your your habits. But I don't I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm not clever enough to to think of a, a way to exploit it to to my advantage. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I could probably use it on my kids so I can know their browsing <laughs> habits. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I probably do that, and I'm like, okay, I, I can look at all these thumbnails and figure out where you've been at. Um, right, that's, that, that's, that's a good point. It's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that too. Just in, in general, like if uh, I, you know, I never really looked into that too much. But if you're able to just go into somebody's computer and look at their the favicon like uh, yeah. list, and you'd be able to see all the sites they went to just by looking at the icons, like, oh, this is from uh, I don't know, this is from some uh, some naughty website or something when yeah. shannon I was, trying, I was like what word is he going to use yeah i was going to say yeah i was trying to think where, where would shannon go right now let me think where is he going to use <laughs> i'm throwing shannon to bus like <laughs> you know, the, the cows out here right right bootybooty.com what are you going to <laughs> i had an old friend that used to say that all the time bootybooty.com i don't even know i don't even know if it's site or not but <laughs> we're giving giving free advertisements Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool though. So, so, so here's my thing, right? So, first off, yes, when I saw this, I was like, "How am I going to hide my porn now?" No, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. But, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but no, what I, what I really thought though was, okay, so I already give up everything to be tracked, right? Like I'm a Best Buy Rewards member. I'm a, I have an app where I go to Qdoba to order food. Like I get all these right. emails for all these things. I'm tracked right. already, right? I don't really worry about them because I've accepted the risk for that. How long is it going to be before somebody that wants to do me harm finds a way to use this to their advantage, right? That's what that's what worries me more is that right. how long is it going to be before, okay, because like I don't know if by using the favor cons, like am I still going to get the lock to show me my site is secured? When I say this is a favorite, right? Like, are they going to be able to circumvent that? Because it's kind of what you look for. It's one of the first things you look for, right? Is that lock when you go to a website? Like, okay, secure. Yeah, this, that, and the third. But right. I'm more worried about the people that can use this to their advantage to do ill will. And and here's the thing. In this day and age, like, we are getting to this point where we figure out these vulnerabilities exponentially faster than what we used to. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, being tracked was not a big big deal for me i was just like ah, sure whatever. I, I i accept that risk it's whatever you know uh oh best by night now you got this now you got this many inch tvs okay <laughs> you already got me i'm not getting any more from you you know that's right but like but no it's um that's what worries me more and I, I think that time like i said that time is getting shorter and shorter and shorter for people that don't want to 
that don't just want to take you as the data point, right? Like people that are tracking you, these companies, before it's somebody that wants to do you harm and, and maybe wants to uh, extort you, you know, it's some type of ransom right. or whatever. You know, I'm not a big company or anything like that. So I doubt I'm their target, but mm-hmm. I don't know. When we blow up, though, you know, that is going to be the case. You know, when right. the size of the football blows up, we will be a target then, you know. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that as well. Like if you're somebody of uh, importance and, you know, maybe you're browsing a bootybooty.com and then you're all of a sudden <laughs> you're getting like, uh, I don't know, somebody's tracking you and knowing that you're going to the site and then they'll be like, put you up for ransom or, you know, say like it's even worse than that. Say if you're going to some, some um, uh, you know, illegal sites that, uh, you know, that we know that are out there or something like that. Maybe they track that information and then say, hey, I noticed that you've been here. And we're going to use this as a, uh, a a way to get a ransom out of you or get some money out of you. Um, blackmail, you know? Yeah, yeah. some blackmail, yeah. like, hey, that kind of thing. So that's a good point. I need to think about that as well. Yeah, potentially. Like, yeah, I can't I can't think of anything clever. Like, yeah. Say it, all the above. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. All the above. Yeah, <laughs> I need, I need, now I know those things have a name. That's, that, blew, that blew me right there. I was like, hey, yeah, that right. Name? Not right. Just yeah, right. So, no, I you know, next next week in Blade and Fire Eye somehow is wrapped up in these yeah. Favicons. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Right, right. Crazy stuff. Hey, listeners, please remember that you can support this podcast directly by becoming members of the show's Patreon. Here, you'll be able to listen to the podcast seven days early, completely ad free. However, in these trying times, we understand that you may not be able to become a Patreon just yet. In that case, please listen to the show once it's available on free feeds. Leave us constructive feedback and share with your blurred friends and family. Thank you. So I would say topic two. Blow, blow me away with topic two. <laughs> All right. So from TheVerge.com, right? Uh, the title of this article is PSA, if you use Slack on Android, you might want to update your password, right? So there was a bug introduced in December that stored some passwords in plain text, right? Which is what you never want, right? You always want your password masked. You never want it to be seen in plain text for any reason at all. Um, so um, ag- now again, this is only if you used it on Android, right? Which Android has, you know, you know how many users out there. And in this day and age with Slack, Slack is like a, uh, it's like a business collaboration tool, right? Mm-hmm. So this is one of those things where you will have companies out there that are using this, right? Like there's different, there's different, uh, things you can use out there for business collaboration that uh, people are probably putting this on their phone, right? Like people are on the go when they're doing these meetings. So they're just like, I know there are some times when we have meetings at my job where some people are not in the office, they're, uh, they're, they're on their phones doing it, right? If not at home, doing it on their computer. And this is one of those things where uh, it, they could be at risk, right? Um, so what they're saying is that the Android version of Slack, the Slack app stores users' credentials in plain text uh, between December 21st and January 21st, theoretically, meaning that other apps on your phone could have had access to them, right? So other apps, other, ugh, let me try this again. Other apps on your phone could have had access to them. So it, this is one of those things where even when we download it, right? So how many of us really pay attention to what else needs access, needs access to a program whenever we do it, right? Most of the time it's just like, all right, allow, 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 whatever, whatever. But um, if you're allowing something that's going to allow your password to be put out there in plain text, though, 
Like that's not what you want. You always want it masked. You never want it to where people are able to see it. Like there, there are some like services that uh, that you can subscribe to where you can ask them before you do it. And that like if you call their support, they'll tell you, right? They'll be like, oh no, we don't store anything in plain text or anything like that. It's always masked. It's that in the third. Um, because it's just not what you want. You don't want, because you don't want it to be where someone at one of these companies, someone at Slack, right? Slack Technologies, they could have a bad actor there that's just going through and like, oh, uh, just for the sake of argument, you know, the president uses Slack, you know what right. I mean? It, it's like, yeah. okay, well, let's see. Let's see if we can see what he's looking at and log into his account, this, that, and the third. It's just not mm-hmm. what you want, you know what I mean? So right. This was one of those that I read that I was like, oh man, like this, that's not a good look. And, and you don't want that from anyone, let alone like a business collaboration uh, type type software, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of those things that, man, they, so they tell you to upgrade the version, right? Um, you, you have to upgrade. They've put an upgrade out there for it, so it's already fixed. But if you haven't changed your password since you've updated from that old version, they make a suggestion for you to do so, so that you don't get caught up in this, right? Because if somebody right. has that password, okay, you updated to where now it's masked, right? When you when you put it in Slack, but if you use the same password that they already have access to, what good does that do you, right? Right, so. right. That's a good point. Yeah, I we, know we, we talked about it before. Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said, what's your thoughts on it? Go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there too. I was just going to say, yeah, I think it's uh. That's a you know great point that you brought up as well. The fact that, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's one thing just to update the software and then you still have the same password. They still can access to your system if they retrieved your password initially. Um, and then like uh, some people, a lot of people are, you know, I'm not gonna say they're lazy, but people use the same password for like a lot of same applications and different, uh, different uh, websites. So if somebody got access to that and they know your email address, maybe they could probably hop into some other random site, use the same password. Uh, maybe even like your, if you use your email account, it make it go to your email, uh, uh, email provider and just use that same password and oh, lo and behold, it, it works as well. So this is one of those things that you just got to be careful about. And obviously people should be maintaining the passwords. I always mentioned before, maybe using a password manager or some sort just to kind of keep track of your passwords and, you know, kind of keep them different between uh, uh, service providers. Because I, I, I use one and I pretty much all my passwords are different and I use, I use like a random password generator for the most part. So I don't really even know my passwords for any of these sites. So I just like, um, I just use that to kind of help me stay secure. And then I use multi-factor authentication, MFA. So that's always a, a big thing for me as well. But yes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things. And like you went to the well, Shen, that the, um, the fact that who knows, like if some big wig somewhere has, uh, you know, maybe having some important conversations in Slack and then all of a sudden they, someone has access to their account, their password, and they can log in there. And like we just talked about, just kind of daisy chain from that account to maybe something else that they have a, a important access to because they're using the same password because it's like, you know, convenient and easy to remember that one password. You just connect to something else and maybe something else in their, in their environment, maybe a banking account or something like that. Um, so even though it's kind of like a small, you know, small issue, it's like uh, it can turn into something big if people aren't careful. Um, and that's kind of my thoughts on that. Do you have any thoughts on it as well, uh, Brandon? Uh, Ryan? <laughs> Brandon. I could bind you guys into one. Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, regardless if your uh, your password was um, uh, send plain text or not, now you have to change it because um, you don't know. Like you said, you don't know what other sites may have been using the same password or and or uh, information sharing, right? Uh, I've never used Slack. I've heard of it before, but if it's anything... Um, 
uh, like most social media um, accounts, it integrates itself into other things. So you can use Slack to log into this or that, or maybe you just use the same passwords for everything. So with that being said, change your stuff uh, and cut on MFA because uh, I, I hate it, but it works. Like we talked, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Like I, I almost right. got hacked. Like for whatever reason, somebody got a hold of one of my passwords and was able to pivot from uh, from one uh, nonsense account that I didn't need to to one I actually cared about. Like within a matter of minutes. So people right. out there selling your stuff, like if they, right. if they have if they have the ability to, and I don't, I don't. The way they made it seem was that the like you said, the stuff was still uh, even though it was not uh encrypted so to speak it was in a private log but data breach right so we don't know uh where where else that was shared at um so for all we know a different website did not put it in the log instead it was just send plain text to that website as well uh and that, that's all a, a bad person needs is need is need the the username and password of one account and then now they're in three accounts so right absolutely the, uh yeah that's the the cold hard truth of it all. Uh, so I I, I kind of wanted to switch, like you said, to to a, 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 a like a password wallet that would randomize all my passwords. But my fear is that I won't know any of my passwords. Um, <laughs> right. If I lose access to my wallet, then I'm locked out right. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm still debating about that. Yeah. It's a. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I do something else that's probably not popular with a lot of people, but. Um, I did my research and I feel that I got secure enough, at least with uh, Edge. But I actually used the, the, hey, save my password for this website through Edge. And um, it actually, uh, it saves your password in a, uh, I forgot the encryption level that they use, but it's a highly encrypted file within your computer uh, that saves the, the, the password data. And obviously you can only access it if you know the password for your actual system itself. And it's, um, and if you decided to, you can you can have it uh, replicate to uh, other devices, or if you can, if you can sync your devices. But I know it's not a lot. It's probably not a popular with a lot of people. But I did enough research, and I feel comfortable with it um, that I'm using that as well. So you don't necessarily have to type in your password every time you go to the website, um, or even like access your uh, password manager per se. Uh, it'll just automatically kind of plop in your your password automatically into the website. Or if it has so a cookie, you, you just log right back in. Yeah. So it sounds uh, kind of like kind of like KeyPass because so yeah. Apple does that. Apple does that as well. Uh, so that yeah. one I do use um, mm -hmm. because it's tied to my thumbprint. So I, I feel a little bit more secure about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but it, I don't, it doesn't sync with any of my, any computer that I have except for my iMac. Mm -hmm. um, just because of the, the nature of like, nobody else is using Safari. Like you're not going to find Safari on, on a work computer. Right. Um, so it's just those two yeah. systems share that, that sync feature. But mm -hmm. I, I use it exclusively, exclusively on my phone, so uh, I think it's pretty cool. So I, I think that's pretty safe. Like, yeah, obviously anything's hackable, right? But right, um, it's like all, it's all about your level of uh, comfort and you know how much functionality you want. Obviously, it's uh, if you want to be super super secure, you know, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say like. <laughs> yeah, super secure. Have your password written down and locked in a safe somewhere or something. <laughs> but no, it's just like you just memorize all your passwords. It'd all be different in your head. You would have to just type it in whenever you felt like it and make sure everything is good. Uh, that'd be like the most secure way of doing it. But obviously, people don't have a memory for that to remember every password for every site that's different. Um, uh, unless they use some sort of like mental code that 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 
they they uh, use that analogy to remember the password for every site. But I think it's just uh, just one of those things you got to de determine your level of comfort, security, and functionality that you want to use to secure your your devices. But I think it's good to use password manager of some sort. I'm too shook. I'm too shook to let it save mine. I'd be like, oh, no, no, never, 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 never. I can't, I can't hit it fast enough. Never, 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 right. never. Right. <laughs> but like, I'm, get, I'm getting to the point now where like a pass, password manager is very much in my future, right? So like for me, like I, I, I work with the Department of Defense. So like I have different machines I log into, different passwords, stuff at home that I got to remember, like I got to remember stuff that I'm like, now I'm to the point where I'm like, man, which one is this now? You know what I mean? Like, uh, is it this one? No. Okay. All right. Is it this one? Uh, no. Okay. Like I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm, it's going to be well, well into my daily use to use the password manager, which is crazy because my, my uh, antivirus software provides me one, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not using it. So, but right. I mean, yeah. I have it that I'm already paying for it every year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm right. use it. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, might as well take advantage of it. It's like, yeah, I think it's the point. I know I got to that point where I just had too many sites I was going to that I couldn't remember all the passwords, especially if I wanted to make them unique. Unless you just want to like, you know, kind of be lazy, as I said earlier, just like make them all the same password, then that may be more risky than, you know, uh, uh, you know, securing the password with like a manager, like using a, 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 a password manager to secure, you know, to, to lock down your password and, and keep a track of all the passwords you have for your accounts. Um, and in fact, like I mentioned before, like, you know, uh, the thing that Ryan doesn't like too much with the MFA, if that's enabled, that's like a, that's like a great blocker. Even if you, maybe if, even if you use a, a, the same password, as long as you have an MFA in place, you know exactly when somebody tries to connect to your account, cause you're all of a sudden you get like a text or something and you'd be like, Oh, somebody's trying to log into my account. They're trying to, uh, verify and, you know, they can't verify, of course, the second factor, um, unless they have access to your phone too, which has happened in the past, but it's very very uh, minute chance of somebody getting your phone as well as your, you know, password and everything like that. Um, or whatever, you know, even if you have like an application yourself that you're using like the uh, uh, the password apps. Yeah, authenticators, that's right. Yeah. Authenticators. So uh, those are kind of like a minute risk of that happening. But overall, I think MFA is like it's kind of like what everybody's pushing nowadays, especially Microsoft, they're pushing MFA. Uh, even if you have passwords that are the same across I think Microsoft getting to a point where they're saying like, oh, we don't want people to have passwords anymore anyway. Uh, people just have like uh, facial recognition or like, uh, uh, or if they have like a device that's like recognized by the company, like, oh, this, this is your device that you always log in with. So we automatically give you a connection or whatever. Something to that effect, I don't know. But uh, they want to get like the point where you're at password lists and uh, you know, and you have like a, a multi-factor authentication source somewhere as well. So I think that's where the future is. We'll see how, uh, yeah. how quickly we get there. Yeah, ultimately, I, I will go for the, the facial recognition and the, and the thumbprint, like just the, the yeah. bio. Like, yeah. again, all this stuff, like someone will find a way around it. But um, I'm just tired of uh, passwords. Yeah, yeah. Like, it always, it always feels like somebody's, somebody's getting a hold of it somehow, some way. So it is, it is kind of annoying. It's kind of like how they, they took the numbers off cards. I think mm -hmm. it's kind of the way we need to go as well. But. Yeah. And Time. real quick, I'll touch. Yeah, I was gonna say real quick, I'll touch on that too. It's just like, just real quick, I just want to say that the people are out there too that actually don't want that because they're like, oh, put my thumb in there. Now they got my thumbprint. The government's, you know, tracking my my fingerprint. Now they got my face in there, and they don't. <laughs> they got all this uh, privacy, you know, privacy concerns. So that's the, there's a 
that yeah. argument as well. It, it seems like but, there's a lot more conspiracy theorists out there than what they're used right, to be. Right, right, right. It's true. <laughs> That's true. It's become yeah, a big I thing. Mean, what are they going to do with the information anyway? It's already out there. Like, so I, I went through a, um, I went through a pass passport checkpoint in Israel, uh, and it scanned my face, and it let me in. Mm-hmm. Now, where they right. got the face data from? Yeah. Don't know. No clue. Right. But like a foreign country had it. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like <laughs> it's, I just, it's out there. But, yeah. but but think but think of where you think of where you were and think of who you work for, right? So like it was an ally, you know what I mean, that had it, and you work for the Department of Defense. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Israel has it, China has it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not down that. I'm not down that. But like, Russia's somewhere making a 3D mask right now on my face. <laughs> right. Right. They put it on like a total recall or something. <laughs> like, why is Ryan walking around all day talking about two weeks? Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, have you ever actually pulled your uh, digital foot, uh, fingerprint? I was in a, a SISP class, and the, the instructor told me uh, uh, you can go to Facebook and you can request a copy of your digital footprint. You can say, give me that oh. data. That is gigs and gigs of data if you try to actually pull it. I think uh, my coworker, because you can you can ask for it, and then you can ask them to expel it. So you can like right. say purge me from the internet, which is not not the case. They're only purging you from the parts of the internet that Facebook touches. But he pulled mm-hmm. it, and his was like a terabyte. Mm-hmm. So what Man. is in there? What is in that file? Yeah. That's a terabyte. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. like, that's crazy. A friend of mine actually, they did that too. They wanted like oh, I'm done with Facebook now, like you know. Uh, they were tired of all the stuff on Facebook. So they like, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to save all my data. And it took them like a good two or three days to download the data that they had uh, for yeah. that person <laughs> into whatever, like, you know, offline uh, uh, storage she had set up. So I believe it's probably terabytes of data. If I have yeah, just, just the, the metadata by itself, your, your face is in different places. Like, so mm-hmm. for me, I don't let people tag me um, by face. Cause like Facebook knows your face. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I was um, I was coaching uh, flag football and I took a picture of the kids like, at the end of the season. I took a picture of the kids and I put it on Facebook, and it tagged their parents automatically because their their mm. face had been in so much so many of their parents' pictures that it knew that it had the association already built into it. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I, I wow. told Facebook to never tag me again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so don't tag me. Nobody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's why Shannon's not on Facebook. He knows. He's like, I know better. Look, look. <laughs> I, I just use the messenger function. That is it. And like, right. I've, I've told my family when it comes to my children, I was like, do not put my children on your Facebook pages. That's been a standing thing with us for years. Like, mm. do not do it. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, that's just one of those things. Now, for me, it wasn't a, it wasn't a privacy thing. It's a, there's creeps out there type thing, right? Like, it's my right. Young, you know what I mean. See pictures of my children. I mean, they just—they're just—they're part daddy, so you know they're—they're they're beautiful and as handsome as ever. You know what I mean. So I can't just right. have them out there. I mean, it'll get them some modeling contracts or something. But right, right. I mean, outside of that, I'm rich and famous. Away, yeah, I want them to stay away from <laughs> creeps. You know what I mean. You, you're fine as an adult. You know what I mean. I can remember my daughter. The one thing she asked for when she turned 16, when my daughter turned 16, the only thing she wanted was a Facebook account. She was like, that's all I want, Dad. You know, all her friends had Facebook, you know? Right. And everybody was sharing stuff on there, you know, stuff going on their lives and their pictures. And was like, you know what? No, Daddy will spend money 
<laughs> a Facebook account, you know what I mean? But she's an adult now, right? Like she can do what she want to do. You, I can, I can make you aware of the pitfalls, you know what I mean? Which right. she had to figure out on her own, right? There were some people that would send stuff to her that she's like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? But I don't have to deal with that. I have no Facebook friends. I, I just use the messenger function. That is it. Right. Right. No other, no other social media for me. Maybe, hey, look, uh, I might be one of those guys you're talking about, LaVon. I might have my tinfoil hat sitting over here somewhere. Being like, this. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Like, you know, put it on my head. <laughs> yeah, I ain't mad at you. I, like, it's almost like, part of me is like, dang. But I, I feel like Facebook, to me, more so than anything else, is like a, just a good way to keep up with everybody and see how people are doing. Um, and that's pretty much all I use it for, uh, for the most part, just to see how people are doing. I catch up with old friends, and somebody has like a big life moment. They got married. They got like, they have kids or something. Um, I don't like I'm in martial arts people get like got a, a rank update they got a new belt they turn the black belt I'm like oh damn black belt oh man you're amazing that kind of thing so uh, but I completely understand like not wanting to interface and I feel like a lot of times social media is such a such a uh, such a drain it's like takes so much of your energy as well as like just like you're always on there you kind of get addicted you start scrolling like uh, um, I forgot the term they use but you're like doom scrolling and you're looking at things and you're like, if you're on Twitter, you're on uh, Facebook, you're on um, whatever else, uh, 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 Reddit and all these other pages, places that you just got to kind of get sucked in. And like, you know, like we were mentioning, you put your data out there, you put your location, people tag themselves and like, like, oh, I'm on vacation now. And the house is like empty. And now there's like somebody that wants to get into their property is like, oh, I know you're on vacation now. So let me go ahead and access your, your, uh, <laughs> your stuff. Uh, so it's kind of like, uh, there's a lot of concerns about just being on, on the social media all the time. And I think it's good to kind of take a step back and not even be a part of it, uh, which I can uh, definitely understand from your perspective for sure. Yeah. I just want to integrate it in my brain. Uh, I'm sorry, the middle yeah. man. Yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't want to use my phone. Let's, let's <laughs> That's right. Take a picture of my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it simple. Yeah. But uh, I guess with, with that being said, we can, we can move on to uh, what we've been playing and or watching. Uh, what have y'all been uh, getting into? So I've been sticking up with the uh, Warrior the show on uh, HBO Max. That's been... Oh, so you said it's HBO Max? Yeah. That's why I couldn't yeah. find it. Okay. Because I was oh, like, okay, Netflix. Yeah. I, I kept talking like, Warrior on Netflix is a, a motorcycle game uh, tv show <laughs> yeah what yeah like, what the hell this is not what he's talking about yeah it's on it's on hbo max um gotcha i've been like digging hbo max lately they have a lot of good content on there but um warriors like uh that's that's the stuff right now to me that's like one of my favorite shows right now i've been in, been been watching i've watched in a while now um to me it's kind of like i don't know if you guys watched the boys uh when i came on an amazon video but, yeah uh, that was a that was a pretty good one for me too. When the first season came out, I was like, "Oh my god, look at this crap! This is this is bananas." But uh, uh, the Warriors like they're doing it proper. They they have some good uh, I don't know, good action scenes, good fighting, all this kind of stuff, and it's really dr- dramatic and all these gang gang tussles and like I said before, the cops and all this kind of stuff getting involved. So it's it's pretty it's pretty hot. I think you guys would enjoy it. Um, but that's been my that's been my viewing at the moment. Yeah, I'm excited for because HBO Max. I think they said they go, they go they will go international in June, so mm. hopefully in June, fingers crossed. I actually got to use my account over here. Oh, nice! Yeah, that'd be good. So, watch that Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, Mortal Kombat movies coming yeah. out on the HBO Max. Um, I think a few other. I think the King Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla. 
Godzilla vs. King Kong, whatever, is coming yeah. out on HBO Max. Snyder uh, Cut. Snyder Cut coming out on HBO yeah, Max. I, oh, yeah, gotta, Snyder Cut. That's right. Yep. Justice League. I gotta, uh, yeah, either got to find somebody with it or I got to just go radio silent until June so I can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be it's pretty good. They got some some big hitters coming down the pipe on HBO Max. So I've been kind of tuning into that quite a bit lately. Um, and then I've been playing my games, playing some, uh, mostly been playing Destiny lately, trying to level up my character and stuff like that. But, uh, and uh, and play a little bit of a control. I know you mentioned that as well, Ryan. You've been playing control, but uh, yeah. I've been playing that as well. I'm, I'm a little bit further, I think, than you maybe, uh, unless you've been playing it a lot lately, but uh, I'm getting close to the end of that game, I believe. So okay. it's pretty So it's pretty I, tight. I need to catch up then, because I kind of want to do a spoiler cast on it. Um, yeah. Because that's another project I want to work on. Um, so I'm going to try to catch up to you, and then we can, we can talk about it. Yeah, that's um, what's up. But I've, I've played it all this week. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of busy too, so I haven't played it that much either, but uh, it's fun. It's a good game. It's a good game. They did some good job on that. And, and I didn't know until the prior pa- podcast that you mentioned that uh, same people that did Max Payne, is that, that is that correct? Yeah, it is Remedy. So Max Payne, uh, Alan Wake, um, they had the one that Microsoft uh, had, owns the IP um, where the, the guy's traveling through time. Oh, I, I think I know what you're uh, talking man, about. It's gonna kill me if I don't remember what it's called. But it has uh the dude who played Littlefinger from Game of Thrones as one of the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I think I know that. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I know what yeah, you're talking quant- about. Quantum something. Yeah. yeah, it's like quantum something, right? Yeah. But uh for the most part, I I just been crashing out watching YouTube, a lot of YouTube, just um stuff on how how to, you know, take the 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 show to next level, like how to how to properly do interviews, how to you know post social media stuff like that. So as you can see, we're video now, so making progress. Um, uh, did not play Control. I need to play Control. Play Tetris a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever my brain gets gets like what I play, I, I want to do some do something with my brain. I play a little yeah. Tetris. Is that on Switch? Is that the one you playing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one too. You, you, yep. you play up until like ninety nine people or something like that. Is that how it works yeah Tetris 99 but you can also yes. play like if you pay like it's free and if you pay 10 bucks then you get to unlock uh where you can play this computer you can play just the regular mode they have a bunch of just different stuff you can do that's not against real people mm-hmm. but the free version is, is against uh 98 other people wow dang yeah. that's what's up Shannon over here, like, look at these nerds talk about <laughs> Tetris 99. I, 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 you bring up Tetris, man. My grandmother, you remember Dr. Mario? Yeah. Where we kind of Tetris with the pills and they were doing yeah. colorful and whatnot. Right. My grandmother yeah. was a beast at that. I remember I showed up at her house one summer. We excuse used to take the grandchildren on for the summer. We showed up at her house one summer, man. And we were like, Dr. Mario, like, when did she even get a gaming system, right? Yeah, and so we're we're playing it and whatnot, and we're like, nanny, nanny, you know, you should play this game. She's like, oh, okay, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> she was retired; she ain't have nothing to do, and she put us kids to shame on some Doctor Mario, man. I couldn't believe it. I was like, she would start it to where the levels were higher, like you know, it gets like all high when you right. go to the high levels and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how are you doing this? I'm like, your <laughs> your hands should not be faster than mine. I'm a kid, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, but but but, but for me. Um, I've just been watching been watching different TV shows and whatnot. I've had some people um, suggest other stuff to me. I started watching uh, Billions. I started watching the first season of that. Um, hmm. that's, that's an interesting show. Um, 
billion. Yeah, it's uh, it's Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis. And uh, Paul Giamatti is a U.S. attorney, not a, a U.S. Uh, attorney um, in New York, and he's trying to go after this big, uh, this big. He's not a hedge fund guy. Is it a hedge fund? Maybe it is a hedge fund. I don't. I don't know financial stuff. But this billionaire, um, they're just going back and forth. Like he's trying to get him to put him on a case. But I like Paul Giamatti. You know what I mean? Like I like him as an actor. Um, I think he's he's versatile in what he does. I've seen him in comedies and like Thirty Rock, and then I've seen him be serious. I'm not going to hold Lady in the Water against him. You know what I mean? That's that's one of those I'm not. I'm going to be like ah, well, everybody gets a pass. But um, I like that movie. No, you don't. No, you don't. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I enjoyed that movie. Oh, it was, it, my. it was so it was so it was so weird. It was so weird. It was good. You don't give me, you don't give me any more movie suggestions, Ryan. Like Ryan, <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a very wide taste of movies. Oh, man, that's like, too, oh that's no, too weird. That's too weird for me. It was it was uh, very weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I, because I like him. Like I gave the show a shot, so I'm almost in the first season of that. Um. Uh, I still haven't played any video games. I gotta get some video games up on that TV to see what it looks like. Not like right. I'm gonna return it. Not like I'm gonna return it if it looks bad. I just be like, all right, this is, right. This is yeah. my life. You know I mean? Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, that's pretty much it. Uh, watching, uh, I caught a couple basketball games. I got Hulu Live, so I've been without cable for almost two years now, and oh, so wow. I got Hulu Live. So I started watching. Yeah, I would catch like football on the Yahoo sports app or something like that. You know what I mean? And, but yeah, I started watching a couple of basketball games. Like, Oh, okay. This is different without any fans in the stands. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of that, but yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing other than that. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So I hear nothing about studying. Not one yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, a little bit of studying. Not as much as I should have, but a little bit. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Got it. Right. Still, yeah, still work in progress a little bit. That's good. Yeah. So, so since I'm not supposed to rec- recommend movies to you, I, watch, I did watch one movie. Uh, it's it was called Bliss. It's an Amazon joint. It's got uh, Owen Wilson, Owen, Owen Wilson, and Selma Hayek. They almost got me. Did no, you see it? Al- I almost was gonna watch it because <laughs> Selma Hayek, but I was like, Owen Wilson, nah, I'll, I'll pass. Owen Wilson, and Selma Hayek. <laughs> yep, it's. It's the Matrix meets Inception meets, I don't know. <laughs> even, crazy even you're like, I don't know. Even you're like, I don't know. Like, that's way too far gone for me. Like, if even you're like, I like weird stuff. And you're like, I don't know about this. I, I like <laughs> the concept. I like the concept. But I was just like, yeah, well, I mean, it was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. It, it, it's it was a movie. movie. That's, that's why, man. Like, if you don't have someone else to back him up, like, I'm just not a fan. Like Owen Wilson will not carry a movie by himself for me, so yeah. And Selma Hayek is just eye candy. I'm gonna put it out there. I don't, I don't care if my wife hears this, but like seriously, (laughs) (laughs) I almost watched it just for her because like because I watched the trailer for it right because I was like okay, and then I see like I think I pick up on what the premise is, but right like sometimes she looks like a hobo and then sometimes she looks good. Like oh man, (laughs) right. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, yeah. hey, it's, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cross it off my list, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah. all right, what are you about to say, uh, Levon? Oh no, I just had to pull it up just to look at it because I'd never heard of this one. Uh, but it's um, 
it looks like it is um it got a 5.3 on imdb uh rating so and a 38 on uh metacritic so it doesn't seem like I, it's I, uh, I, give it, I give it more than a 38 it's, more a, than it's, a, 30. a, sol- it's a solid 40 <laughs> it's a solid 40 i give it at least solid 40. 40 yeah yeah, yeah that's now, uh now they're just being offensive right how dare they <laughs> what the what are they doing dang yeah i don't I trust all those i don't trust all those ratings when i see them either though right like, yeah yeah not all of them for sure so i noticed some of them like even rotten tomatoes sometimes i'm like nah man like i yeah I, I ain't that high with it, you know what I mean? But right, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, you can't yeah. trust you can't trust a lot of those reviews that be on there now. Anyway, like if I like for me, I'm one of those people that like even when it comes to stuff that I'm gonna buy. Like when I go to Amazon, I don't read the fives or the ones. Like mm. you're not gonna tell me right. something is the absolute best or something is the absolute worst. No, granted, there probably is an absolute best and absolute worst out there, but the twos yeah. and the fours is where two two four is where I live. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. Especially if they're not saying anything in the review, it's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. or they or they they knock it for something that's out of the the control. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It got stuck because of COVID. Give it a one. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, yeah, it was delayed because of COVID. Now, uh... <laughs> like, all right, right, yes, yeah, same, yeah, just like you said, same thing with like Amazon reviews and buying products online. You see some, you read some of the reviews and it's like, you know, I don't know, something some off the wall that they didn't like about it. Like, I don't know. This this table was yeah. was too sturdy. I don't know why it was so sturdy. It should have been <laughs> it, like was, my... it, it was off by two shades of red from what was on yeah. the box to what was on the Right. Like, yeah, the colors like <laughs> Yeah, it's something crazy. People people uh they, they want what they want, but they, they want to spend they want Amazon prices though. Keep <laughs> like, all right, well Right, yeah. right. You get what you get. Yeah. That's true. I've been trying to uh, uh, share the wealth. I try not to go 100% on Amazon. I, I try to like, I go to Best Buy, I go to like Walmart.com, I go to like, I don't know, Target.com. If the if I can find like a similar deal, I'll say I'm not going to spend more money, but if I, I try to like shop around a little bit. Some, a lot of places do like price match as well. So we see why, don't you just, why don't you just deploy your, your bots, LeVon? <laughs> oh, those are already working. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got my game systems. That's, I knew I knew that was the case. <laughs> Just kidding, man. Like, hopefully by the summertime we we can actually talk about some some of those games, but not yet. And I know I said this before, but I, I think right right at the moment you're not really missing out on a lot, on a whole bunch. It's not like a bunch of like, I mean, it's it's nice to have like fast or low times, and you can get like some higher quality. Uh, uh, games or for like higher f- frames per second i guess is the most is the biggest thing because it's like the like between at least like the xbox series x and xbox one x they're very similar it's uh, as far as like graphical quality but now you get like higher frame rate and then right. i think the same thing kind of with the ps5 with the ps4 pro it's like uh you get the higher frame rate i mean i think the graphics haven't like jumped so much that they're like out of this world like oh my god this is like i'm looking like it's like a like a virtual reality system here or something i don't know like i feel like i'm in the game but just more so just the high frame rate and the faster load times i think it's kind of the big things right now and it's not like a, a huge amount of like uh next gen console exclusive games that are out 
that you're gonna like oh man i gotta get to the store play this game quick because it's the this is my you know this is gonna be the best game ever there's nothing like big like that like even the miles morales game came out you know ps5 ps4 and then uh even like uh i don't know valhalla the the, the uh, uh assassin's, assassin's creed, creed yeah. valhalla oh yeah uh, yeah 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 that game came out on like both consoles and stuff like that. So I don't think right now I'm just like throwing this out there, but obviously I, I, I'm saying this because I have, I, I, have all, I have both of the consoles, consoles, so I can say this right now, but it's like uh, to me, even right now, I haven't actually played my PS5 that much. I've been mostly playing my Xbox, but uh, with that said, it's like, I don't think you're missing out like on a whole bunch. Like, like you have to have it now that you're going to be, uh, you know, like I said, missing out on a whole bunch of uh, content that's out there that's coming out exclusively for the PS5. So I know, I know, and I'm not a very big gamer, so you guys may know this better than me. But it would seem like the the gaming studios, right? Like they're not going to really be really warm to it until the cycle is coming up, anyway, right? To where they're like, right. okay, I, I got the feel of what the system can do and will provide when we build these games. So mm-hmm. like having the Miles Morales and the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like they knew when the release date what release date was, so they were like, okay, let's make sure we get something out there for that as well. But as right. we're coming up on this next cycle, they're like, okay. Let's start building to this next gen that is coming out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then right. start having stuff that'll probably really be taking advantage of what the system yeah. Can do. Yeah, you got yeah, Usually, it's a couple of years in before you start seeing the, the God the God of Wars and the um, what else do you have? The Horizon Zero Dawns and just like the games that you're like, man, it's crazy. The, yeah, the Last of Us type games. It, take, it right. takes a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to imagine these studios as well. They're they're looking at the established base. And obviously, you don't want to uh, 100% jump into like the next gen. Like you're gonna give like you're not gonna make any more games for like the PS4 because PS5 is out now. But there's only you know maybe they sold I don't know, 10 million or something like that. However many they sold, I don't know. But they already have 60 or 70, 80 million PS4s out there that people are playing right now, and they're looking for games to play. So you're not gonna forget those people. You're gonna make sure that you're developing games for the the prior console. So yeah, they can uh, buy all your buy all your content. So yeah, I think it's what it's a uh, hundred million previous gen. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, I forget I right. they, they actually did drop numbers for the for this gen. I think I think it was like twenty mil or something like that. Like because it's because they can't produce enough. Like yeah, so they would yeah. like to, they would they would definitely like to sell more if they could, but they just can't. Right. So yeah, and it's gonna take a few years. Uh, yeah, it's gonna take a few years for them to. I assume to get up to that number of the the, the current like yeah. PS4 numbers or Xbox One numbers because uh, obviously they've been around forever. They've been around for what, six or seven years since the last console came out. So mm-hmm. yeah, the only reason I want a PS5 uh, to be honest with you because I I don't have the TV for it here anyway. But my uh, I left the PS4 with the boys and the uh, the Wi-Fi um, antenna is dying. So. Mm. Like half the time you can't get it to connect to PSN. Um, oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. A, so that's a good reason. That's a good reason. Yeah, so I, I, good I, I reason. Why, you so, why you so hard on your gaming system, man? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I bought that. I, I think it was what November fifth, twenty thirteen. I was I was standing out in the cold to get that joint. Dang, that's so, what's up. That's you the first one you. Oh wow! Okay, that yeah. okay. yeah, was the original. So it's it's on its last leg. So I'm like, man, I, I really do want to replace it. Cause I feel bad because. Like I, I have a pro here. I'm borrowing from a coworker, um, but he has the the original back at the crib, and he's just trying to he's trying to figure out ways to circumvent the process. He's like, well, if I take it up here, I could plug it into the router. Is this there's no convenient solution? 
So it's like, man, you just gotta you gotta suffer until the, <laughs> until the summer right. or whenever, whenever they come back in stock. Right. He he's gonna have so much ingenuity though. That's gonna that's, you training him, Ryan, to where he's gonna be like, all right, I gotta <laughs> figure stuff out in life now. I can't just wait for it to work for me. <laughs> right. And sit here and complain about it. That's a good thing, right? Because he's trying to he's trying to figure out solutions. So that ain't mm-hmm. a bad thing. Right. Maybe you should get him terrible. Maybe you should get him stuff that's that's failing all the time. I'm just that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, but all right. I, I guess I should land the plane, right? We've been we've been, we've been yeah. circling. I know we've so, gone on for hours talking about video games. So yeah, might as well oh, yeah. wrap it up. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That's that's a, a future project. Like I definitely want to do something with with games in the future. But yeah, it's only only so much time in the day. I got to get more efficient mm-hmm. so I can. And or and or hire somebody. So That's speaking right. of which, <laughs> shout out to the Patreon patron, uh, Anthony Cater, for his uh, his support of the show, and for all of you listening to it on free feeds. Please uh, come over to the Patreon to get this seven days completely ad free. Uh, last but not least, I'd like to thank Shannon and Levon for hosting the show. It's always a pleasure. It's always fun. Uh, you can find thank us you. at. Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, at www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. Uh, the Patreon is the other side of the firewall. The Twitter is at on underscore firewall. We actually do tweet. We, we, we out there tweeting stuff nowadays. Uh, you got the Facebook, which is the other side of the firewall, um, as well as the group. Uh, you have the Instagram, which I posted our first video clip uh, this this morning. I think it's morning time for you guys. So this morning I posted the first video clip. So you start to see more activity on IG. So that is the other side of the FW. And then on Twitter, I am RyRy Security Guy. That's R Y R Y Security Guy. And Levon? I'm still the regular ass. Levon may hit me up if you <laughs> <laughs> hit me back just to chat. <laughs> and uh, don't forget, we're also on LinkedIn. So I've been getting a lot of activity on LinkedIn. So you still oh, see right. the videos and, and the, the audio there as well. So if you go to LinkedIn, we're the other side of the firewall. Keep it simple. Or you can find me, Ryan Williams Sr. I think I'm senior on there. Might not be. But look for my face, this face. <laughs> I think I'm wearing said, a green green shirt. <laughs> right. I was gonna say use the Facebook algorithms to find a face and then <laughs> track yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely hit us up, uh, connect, let us know what you like, what you don't like, so we can continue to improve on the show. And uh just listen to the content. Oh, oh YouTube, yeah. So we're on YouTube. As of today, you'll see the first video episode, which is 13, which was the last episode. Um, that'll be on YouTube. The YouTube channel is the other side of the firewall, keeping it simple. And then you'll see uh, clips of episode 14 that we just shot uh, throughout the week. So with that being said, thank you very much and y'all be easy. Take care. Easy. Hey, listeners. Please remember that you can support this podcast directly by becoming members of the show's Patreon. Here, you'll be able to listen to the podcast seven days early, completely ad-free. However, in these trying times, we understand that you may not be able to become a Patreon just yet. In that case, please listen to the show once it's available on free feeds. Leave us constructive feedback and share with your blurred friends and family. Thank you.